Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Um, Dorcas with Peter in Acts chapter 9 and Paul in Acts chapter 19, 20 in Ephesus when he was preaching and the boy fell down, you know, and he died. But he was dead for just maybe a few minutes. And Paul said, don't worry, his life is in him. And Paul didn't pray. He just laid on him. So there was a transference of life. So they tasted it. The same thing with Peter. You know, Peter did what Jesus did because he remembered what Jesus did with Jairus' daughter. So when he got there and they, and they said, oh, this woman was such a nice woman, they showed him all the clothes she used to make and help the poor. The Bible says he told all of them to get out. <laughs> Just like Jesus. But it wasn't at this level of Jesus. The Bible says he knelt down and prayed. We're not told how long he prayed for. Whether it was five minutes, ten minutes, we're not told. Then he turned to the body and said, Talitha, arise, and she arose. But it was only those two incidents. The whole of the Acts of the Apostles. In other words, it wasn't happening like this. That's why Paul said, I count not myself. I've raised the dead. He healed the man at Lystra, who was lame from his mother's womb. I've, I've done that. He said, yet, I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do. I didn't hear you. Oh, hallelujah, everybody. I said, this one thing I do. Forgetting. I'm forgetting Lystra. I'm forgetting that boy I raised from the dead. I want Jesus. I want the spirit without measure. This is an Olubi Johnson paraphrase. You understand? Forgetting those. Uh, I reach. But they died. They, they didn't get there. But they wrote it and they recorded it. So that you and I, this 42nd generation, will manifest these things in Jesus' name. I reach. And reaching forth. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. What's wrong with your mouth? Unto those things which are before. What is before me? The, the, the spirit without measure. I press. Toward the mark for the prize. Turn to your neighbor and say, it is a prize. It's a reward. It's not a gift. The gifts of the Spirit are gifts. And indeed they are. You know, God will just bring that Spirit out, measure just, and then five minutes later he takes it because they're not mature enough to handle it. I always use this example. It's one of the funny, it's a funny example, but it's the truth. You know, the donkey... Hard workings of miracles. Balaam's donkey. I remember, remember Balaam. He had a donkey. And the, 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 the prophet was mad because of money. So God, the Holy Ghost, came upon the donkey. Hello? And spoke through the donkey's mouth. Donkeys normally don't talk. So that's workings of miracles. Are you listening to me? And the donkey spoke. 
and said, ah, all these years I've been carrying you. <laughs> you know, to forbid, to, 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 to try and curtail the greed, the, the covetousness, the madness of the prophet. You know, and then after that, donkey didn't talk anymore. Because it's still a donkey. The gifts of the spirit didn't change the donkey. The gifts of the spirit won't change you. Like we, uh, Papa Ralph preached, and we've also preached so many times over the years. God can use you without making you. A lot of our people today are just being used. They're not being made. But this one, God wants to make you. So that it won't just be a once in a while the donkey talking. <laughs> See, it's wherever. It's a permanent anointing. Wherever. Whithersoever he went. Eshure, Lagos, Kano, Calabar, Enugu, Los Angeles, San Francisco, London, Dubai, Istanbul, whithersoever, it will flow. Multitudes will be healed. That will bring the nations to their knees. And the day of his fulfillment is now. It has come upon us now. Hallelujah. I press toward the mark for this prize or this reward of the. This is not the calling of God, it's the high calling of God. The ordinary calling of God is to go to heaven. But this one is the high calling of God to inherit. The spirit without measure. Verse 15. Let us. He's now appealing to the brethren. And I'm saying the same thing to us now. Therefore, as many as be perfect. Stop! Stop, Paul. I thought you just told me two verses ago that you are not perfect. He just said it. He said, not as though I was already perfect. Yet he's now. So there are two perfections. See, this is the problem when people don't read the Bible Revelation. Then they get all mixed up. There are two, two different Greek words. But the Greek is not, you can even know the Greek and not know the Revelation. The Greek word is not the important thing. The important thing is the spirit behind it. One is talking about maturity. The other is talking about the perfection of Christ. Wherein the life of God is made manifest in our mortal flesh. Paul had not got the first one, but he had got the second one. He had the maturity. Are you understanding me? It's very important these things become clear to us. Let us, therefore, as many as be power, as many as are mature, be thus mighty. Now, all of us should have this same mind. This is what all of us should be pressing towards. Stop being satisfied with mediocre Christianity mediocre we are used to I, I said this the other day when i was preaching about ew canyon sin has made us workers grace will make us trust us we're used to the crumbs from the table or else you'll be on sitting on the table we get a few crumbs like the syrophoenician woman and we get a little bit of healing we get a little bit of deliverance and we are satisfied with that whereas you should be on the table you should not be eating crumbs you should be eating the main meal. You are a child of the king. I love that song Bidemi sang. 
Baruch Hashem Adonai. Can it be that a stranger of nations should be a part of the royal line? Can it be that our blood is the same? Your love is so wonderful that uh, the, the, the branches were broken and I grafted into the vine. What was once secret is now known because the veil has been parted. It's available now. What was secret? The Shekinah. They couldn't get in the Old Testament. There was a veil. But Jesus has broken it. So you and I can now go and get the very Shekinah glory of God. And then take it with us whoever. Take it to Eshure, take it to Ijebu, take it, take it to, the, take it to uh, Zamfara. Take it to London, take it to Paris. Take it to Pomyang in North Korea. Yes! Take it to Beijing. All of them have people who are not healed. Who doesn't want to get healed? I was talking to somebody recently, you know, and I was telling him about some problems that I had, you know, not, not me, Ulubi, but, you know, in my mom's family, you know. Every family has a story, you know, so they just won't tell you, you know. And he was saying, I said, Pastor, it's true. You know, he said, even in my own family, too, there was such and such and such and such. And such. I said, it's not, it's, it's, I said, it's a statistical thing. You know, we were discussing about this issue. There was a man who was born blind. And Jesus passed by. Then Jesus spat on the ground. He mixed the dust with his, with his spit. Made it like a paste. Then he put it on the boy's eyes. The man's eyes. He's an old, he wasn't a small boy. He was probably in his 30s or 40s. He said, you should go and wash in the pool of Siloa. The Bible says the boy went and he washed and he came seeing. People didn't believe. You know, but that's not, that's not the purpose. But they, they asked him a question. They said, who sinned? Was it this man? Or was it his parents? What, you, what caused this kind of problem? And you know, it's in every family. Is in every family. You know, you have one person that had one problem. Some will have mental. Some will have, you know, deformed leg or deformed hand. So I now was explaining to this person, I said, the Bible is true. It wasn't the man that sinned. It wasn't his parents that sinned. Who sinned? Adam sinned. And this man's sickness is a consequence of the statistical interference of the sin nature in humanity. It just happened to be. Now, of course, there may be other extraneous factors, you know, like, you know, all kinds of things, you know. But that's it. You know, it's not, it's not because, if it because, if because it's sin, all of us should be like that. <laughs> all of us are parents sinned. In fact, David said we were all born in sin and shaping iniquities. All of us should have been born blind. 
or lame. I'll tell you what. The reason why those things don't happen is because of the mercy of God. God's mercy is always every day. The Bible says his mercies are new. It's true. When you look at people like me, for example, my parents were not born again. They didn't know God. They didn't know anything. My mother was involved with a car accident just before I... That's why they called me Olubi. You know, this one's born of God. It was my grandfather who gave me that name. You know, you know there, was, there, was, there was no prayer. There was no covering. They weren't going to church. How did I survive? Mercy. How did you survive? Mercy. That's the truth. But because the heavens belong to God and the earth is given to the sons of men, there are times, there are situations for every, we, we know this in, uh, if you did statistics, you go to a manufacturer's, uh, you know, and they produce a million items from a factory production line, you will find that there will always be like in every 3,000 or 10,000, you have one or two of them with defects. Then all that will be fine. It's a statistical thing. Satan, he keeps trying. Most of the time, he doesn't get through. But occasionally, he does get through. That's why God has sent you and I to heal the sick. And to bind the brokenhearted. And to set the liberty, the captive free. All of us have problems. But not all of us, our problems are as magnified. Because of the sin nature. That's what happened. That man was just a, it was just a victim of the statistical interference of Satan through Adam's sin. Somebody sinned. Adam did. But it wasn't his parents. It wasn't the man himself. So in the same way, that's why... Jesus came. That's what he came to do. All the people who have suffered from statistical interference of Satan, he came to set them free. Can you imagine a great multitude from Tyre and Sidon? These, they're not Jews. The Jews were Judea, Jerusalem, you know, Galilee. These other people, that's why it's a Syrophoenician. These people came from, but they came and they got healed. God has sent you and I to go and set the captives free. To heal the nations. And so, in this day of the Feast of Tabernacles, I'm just doing what Jesus did. I'm crying. If any man is thirsty, not just thirsty for be born again, not just thirsty of the Holy Ghost, not just thirsty for the gifts of the Spirit, which we've had to a small degree, you know, not just thirsty for some carnal, uh, you want a wife, you want a husband, uh, you want to pass your exam. Uh, there's no sense. There's nothing wrong with those things. I'm not putting them down. But you should be thirsty beyond that. You should be thirsty for this. Thirsty to have the life of God manifest in your mortal flesh. So whithersoever you go, into villages, cities and country all they have to do is just touch you no there is there's no time to pray i can't pray for ten thousand people you won't stop so the bible says virtue went out of him and healed them all it's coming correction is here glory be to god let us therefore as many as be perfect see only mature people can have this 
kind of mind. And, and sadly, honey, the great majority of the Christians and the church is not. They're just like the Corinthians and the, and, and, and the Hebrews, you know, who by reason of time, watch this, honey, ought to be teachers. In other words, if you've been growing, you should have had, you should have had the teaching anointing already operating in your life, which would have included the apostolic, sorry, the evangelistic and the pastoral. In other words, if you grow, those anointings, Paul says so in that, in that verse, those anointings automatically grow inside you. He said, by reason of, you ought to be teachers. But you have somebody come and tell you the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have become like people who have need of milk and not of meat. Same thing with the Corinthians. Sadly, the same condition in majority of the church today. We're not hungry for the important things. We're hungry for the unimportant things. Hungry for bread and fish. But strong meat belong on them that are of full age. Even those who by reason of watch the word use. Another word is practice. Have their senses. The physical senses. The mind. The, 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 the touching, tasting, hearing. Exercise to the discern. You will get to the point where even your flesh will reject sin. This is where God is taking the church. This is what the Feast of Tabernacles is all about. We sing that song, Lord pour out your spirit. And there's a verse in it which says, the world is waiting. They're waiting. You will see, it will be a deluge. The people will rush to the church. You won't be able to keep them out. You come here on Sunday, you can't get a seat. It will be filled with people from Oyo and Lagos and Abiyakuta. The people in Ibadan won't get a seat because they will think they will get to church in time. And the other people would have left at 6 o'clock and they would have been here. Because they came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Stand to your feet. This is the season. It says, and Jesus stood in the temple. I'm doing that right now. And he cried, saying, if any man thirst, I've got to give you one more scripture. I don't have any notes. Totally by the Spirit. Look at Isaiah chapter 12. You know, they think Pastor Luby just opens his mouth and just says this thing. So Pastor Luby invented live scriptures. <laughs> How silly. Pastor Luby, live scriptures were there long before Pastor Luby was conceived. <laughs> look at Isaiah chapter 12. And look at verse 3. Therefore, with joy, shall ye draw water out of the what? That's where we get drawing life from. Look at the next verse. And in that day, don't you never say, that day is this day. This day of the fulfillment of the Feast of Tabernacles. And in that day, you shall say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his doings. Who shall declare his generation? Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord. For he has done excellent things. This is known in a few places. 
Let's talk to God, folks. The whole purpose of this message, it's, it's, it, you know, it's not too much teaching. It's, it's preaching. It's, it's inspirational. We want this glory to manifest. We want this glory to manifest now. The world is waiting. People are in trouble. Ah, another scripture. Joel. Chapter 2. I will start with verse 22. 23. See, brethren, the Feast of Tanako has three parts. There's the blowing of trumpets, which is the prophetic voice. Then there's the Day of Atonement, which is affliction of our souls, which is fasting and prayer. That now helps to crucify the flesh and all of that. Then the outpouring of the Spirit without measure. And Joel speaks of this. He says, be glad then. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. You children of Zion. This is specific for Zion. It's not for the whole church to start with. Rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain moderately. That's the Pentecostal anointing. Thank God for it and it's been moderate. We do not despise the day of small beginning, but we don't want moderate anymore. Hallelujah! And he will cause that to come down. I didn't hear you. For you, the rain, the former Alana rain in the first month, that is not in the original Hebrew. In the original Hebrew, you, it is italicized. The, the actual thing, if you look at, let me show you, if you look at the uh, 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 Amplified Bible, it says, he causes to come down for you the rain and the former rain as before. In other words, I'm going to replicate what I did in Jesus. I'm going to do it in you now. That's what it really means. Hallelujah. And look at the results. And the floors shall be full of wheat. And the fat will overflow with wine and oil. <laughs> wine, revelation, oil, anointing. And I will restore to you the years the locust has eaten. The canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm. My great army which I sent above you. And you shall eat in plenty. Turn to your neighbor and say, you eat in plenty. And be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God. We have dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be ashamed. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. That I am the Lord your God. And none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. And it will come to pass after when this first one comes i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young men will see visions and also upon the servants and the handmaids in those days will i pour out my spirit and i will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth blood 
fire and vapor smoke. Folks, the glory is here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Oh, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Dearly beloved, the drizzles are here. It's not that it's coming. The glory is here. What are we waiting for? Is the deluge. Now when it starts raining, it first comes with the drizzles. And it just starts coming. Dearly beloved, look around you. Look at Matthew 24. Look at the things that are happening. It says, when you see these things, lift up your heads on high. For your redemption is nearer now than when you first believed. For dearly beloved, the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us put off what? The works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Purpose. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about purpose. And you see, when you seek him, and you seek him with all of your heart, you will find him. And I love the Lord. He says, when you seek me first, and my righteousness, you become an embodiment of that righteousness. All. Not some. The things that you don't even know you need. The ones that you have not asked for. The ones that your hand cannot even touch or reach. The Bible says all other things shall be added unto you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.